Off the ball's the best, number one. It's the GOAT of sports apps. Talk about the greatest of all time. Big Joe's the greatest of all time. He's the GOAT. We know it. <laughs> I, I'm going to say right. I'm the Djokovic of this scenario. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Download the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball. We're going to take another look back now to the uh, weekend's All-Ireland Hurling, or sorry, football. Of course, quarterfinals just gone, and uh, we kind of give a lot of love to Mayo and uh, well, talked about Mayo yesterday a lot with Keith Higgins. We give there wasn't much of, love. There wasn't much love. No. The love was for Dublin and Kerry, I think, but we're going to turn our attention maybe a little bit more love for Derry and, and Monaghan. Uh, former Derry forward, Conneth Gilligan, joining myself and Johnny on the line this morning. Conneth, how are things? Uh, things are good, Shane. Hey, Johnny. How's it going, Conneth? Uh, Derry, Conneth, are, are like... I guess it was one of those games where two t- two teams with similar styles between Derry and Cork uh, people expected Derry to get over the line and, and ultimately they did and I guess the scoreline would have been embellished a little bit more if McGuigan had put away that, that last minute penalty but um, certainly showed elements of, of a really really strong performance certainly didn't panic Derry No and I think this time last year had Derry have went to Krug Park playing poorly and Shane McGuigan not being to the fore they probably wouldn't have won so it just shows how much Derry have developed and and also the fact that maybe in the last 36 months, the fact that Derry supporters go to Crook Park and they don't put on a big performance, we win and we leave unhappy is probably more signs of just how this Derry team is really developing. And it was, I think Kieran Mina made the point after the game as well. Um, I think he had it was a nerve touched by some reporters when they suggested Derry maybe when they get when they get to Croke Park aren't as impressive as they, as they maybe could be. But he made the point as well that there was a swirling breeze in Croke Park maybe at the weekend that people mightn't have noticed. It wasn't a day for flamboyant football. So essentially, Derry just had to get the job done, and and really they did from the very outset. Paul Cassidy with some of the points he was kicking were were very very impressive. So a lot of positives I think for for Mina to take from it. Yeah, big time. Like, there was seven different scores for Derry. And, you know, in recent times, that may have been similar, but it was all about people getting one point, whereas Chastity got two points, you know. And even within that, Rogers comes up with two points in a game. He's quiet in, but he really comes to the fore at the end. So I think Derry will be very happy getting into a semi-final, having played poorly, because last year against Clare, they shot the lights out and they probably put themselves up on a pedestal going into the Galway game, whereas this game... Everybody will be talking about Cherry and how devastating their performance was. So I think Derry are probably in a really good place going into this. Have they any sort of chance, Conlon? Have they any sort of chance? Yeah, look, I absolutely think they have. Obviously, there was a nerve struck with Kieran. Um, the criticism probably in the last two games with Derry and Crook Park being Galway and the Dublin final so they have to keep it tight they can't mm. let Kerry away from them but the longer it stays tight the more difficult it becomes for Kerry and this isn't a game that Kerry will relish because Derry play a style in which the kicking game of Kerry won't be as effective That's the thing as well because heading into the, the kerry Tyrone match I think a lot of people Conleth, were talking about that Tyrone midfield Kennedy and Kilpatrick and how dominant they'd been across the year and uh, one of if not the best midfield partnerships in the country but then you have what O'Connor and Barry did uh, in that Kerry midfield and just, I guess, bring a performance that not a lot of people expected. It'll be similar in that Kerry-Derry game because they're going to be up against it again, the Kerry midfield. When you look at Glass and Rogers, again, arguably, probably one of the top, certainly two or three midfield partnerships in the country. Yeah, look, and there has been a number of them. Like I thought Jim and O'Connor and Jack Barry were both exceptional. I was one of those people who expected Kennedy and Kilpatrick to lord that, but Kerry were clever. They didn't let a midfield battle break out because they just 
conceded the kickouts to Jerome, which took one of the strengths, which is Morgan's booming kickout out of it. So um, Kerry probably. Their ego didn't get in the way. They decided, yeah, look, we might not be as good early as Tyrone here. But look, we'll, we'll hit them high. And they put that first line of four across the 45. They had another line of four across the 65. And in a game where we were expecting Tyrone to be the aggressors, it was actually Kerry who done that. And, and I suppose that's not something we would have expected from this Kerry team. And it was probably set up like Shawnee O'Shea, uh, probably Potty Clifford, you know, all day was at it. And that's something that we weren't expecting. But like, where Kerry are strong, where they've legs, you know, the Lexi Gavin White I thought was exceptional. But Derry have, you know, Paul Castier, the Ethan Doherty there, they'll not be found wanting in that stake. So, like, I think Derry match up really well. I, I, I can't for the life of me, Conan, see how this works for Derry now. Just because, like, Kerry have, say if they have a back seven, really, really unbelievably tigerish in the tackle. So, there's no easy outlet for Derry and I thought Derry defensively actually weren't great at times against Cork I thought Cork got in for reasonable goal chances that better teams would have gotten at least points from so do 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 Derry go long from their kickouts or do they basically try to have a possession game and bleed the life out of Kerry having the ball just to, to neutralise or how do they win this game I, I, I just can't see it on last weekend yeah, well, it'll depend on what Kerry do. You know, will Kerry go after Derry's kickouts or will they decide, look, it worked against Tyrone, we'll do it again? Mm. If they give Derry possession, the longer the game stays in and around a draw, the more Derry will believe, the more they'll live into it. It's really been the games where they've went behind, where things have had to change. But I think over the last season, Derry's attacking plan platform has really improved and increased. Last year, they were very one-dimensional with Shane McGuigan, but this year they're getting 13, 14 bodies right inside the 45 and they're holding possession. And I agree with you, defensively wasn't their best day. They coughed up balls in the tackle on Sunday, which is very uncharacteristic. Like, I can see them going back to that. They'll want to really control the tempo of this game. They'll move it out quick. They'll get two men up either side. They'll get four inside the 20. They'll try and keep the deer the D clear so that the legs of your your Paul Castis can break through, your Brenton Rogers, you know, your Connor McCluskeys and you know, they have pace where Kerry have pace as well. So I don't think physically Derry will be found wanting. It'll be whether David Clifford can have one of the days like last week or whether it's one of these days where he just shoots the lights out couple of things just to, to, to put to you Conleth and maybe to counter Johnny's point as to maybe not being able to make an argument for Derry like Oren Lynch is brilliant and, and when he comes out with the ball like I think his distribution from hand if you look at Ethan Rafferty from Armagh sometimes there are Hollywood passes that maybe give Monon opportunities to score points Oren Lynch seems to be more composed when he comes out with the ball often his passes from the hand lead to chances for Derry and he rarely gives the ball away there's also the reaction to the Cork goal as well because that, that goal from Maguire brings Cork immediately back into the game but Derry didn't panic. Um, that word again, panic. Like Conor Doherty scores the goal basically immediately after. So Kerry or Derry managed to kind of null that that that, that mini little storm from from Cork. And there's also Conor, and this is probably the point I want to put to you. Um, and Mina kind of mentioned it as well after the match. Like the reaction to Galway beating Derry in the semi final last year. I feel like a lot of Derry players certainly uh, will, will still feel that reaction because they didn't show up on the day. And there were a lot of things said about Derry in, 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 in the wake of that game that they just can't, you know, they can't play in Croke Park, they can't get beyond a semi-final or whatever else. So they will, I, I'd imagine, be using that as fuel for this Kerry match. No, look, they will take every avenue. And I think it probably is unfair, you know, because they come up against Dublin in Croke Park in a final where they were missing, you know, two of their three full back line. McAvoy didn't play, Chrissy McKay didn't play, who are pivotal to what Derry do. So the Dublin game 
And they, they kept doubling the seven points. Yes, they conceded goals. But like, was that really anything to worry about? Again, Galway, they played Galway, who are probably one of the most formed teams last year. So I think it's unfair to say they can't play in Crook Park. I think when you look at how much football they've played, you know, Glenn obviously were the kick of a ball last year from winning the All-Ireland Club. So I think, I think there's loads of stuff. And then Shane McGuigan, up until last weekend, he loved Crook Park. I don't see Shane McGuigan being as quiet again. But this Kerry defence has been very, very mean. And I think mm-hmm. if Derry are to pull off this win... Like I think they're going to need Shane McGuigan, Connor Glass, Rogers, you know, Chrissy McKeague to have the games of their lives. That's just the reality of where Kerry are. Reigning all Ireland champions, they've really struggled a wee bit, but they've started to hit a wee bit of form now. So, um, but like I still would make a case for Derry. It will be difficult. They will have to get everything right, but I still think that they're in a good place because like they're back to back Ulster champions again. No mean feat. You know, they needed to get promotion. They needed to beat Dublin and Celtic Park. They needed to beat Cork playing poorly. Like everything they've had to do, they have done. And yeah, it's been quiet, it's been under the radar. But that'll not bother them one bit. How do you expect Derry to, to marshal David Clifford? I know there can be sometimes too much focus put on, on Clifford when you look at the rest of Kerry's forward line and there are, are of course, other dangers there. Like, is it someone like a, a Chrissy McKeague? I know Chrissy's 33, but he's still, he's still brilliant. And someone who just, I guess, is willing to forego his own game. To, to take someone else out of the game or do you give it to someone else in that dairy back line? Might yeah, lost. sorry, I just lost a wee bit of that, Shane, but yeah, just to take on that point I think you were making, it's not enough for Chrissy McKeague on his own. Mm. You, know, like, you have to expect, accept that David Clifford is going to kick half a dozen points playing poorly, <laughs> you know, but it's trying to limit that. And not overly, like, because Tyrone focused on, on David Clifford, but it was Shawnee O'Shea who kicks 1 5. Um, you know, Jeremy O'Connor kicks 1 2. Uh, that's the problem. You can shut down one of the Cliffords and then somebody else comes to the fore. So I think defensively, it will have to be a team game. They will have to cut down all the spaces. They can't give cheap opportunities and you can't give goals. But, like, like you had to go back to 2016 from the last time Kerry scored two goals in Group Park in the Championship. So, Kerry having his free scoring in front of goal, you know, as probably last weekend suggested. So, like, I think Derry will keep it tight. I don't think they'll be ball to kick. Kerry are going to have to run ball, but they'll be equally comfortable there. But, um, Chris McKeague's as good a player mark as possible. But, if he hits form, like, there really is no marking off me. He just is that good. Yeah, looking forward to these two semi-finals. They're going to have to be over-defensive, aren't they? Like, really, they have to. They have to. So you're not. You can't go anywhere near. Like, Tyrone were probably too actually, you know, too too aggressive in the way they played. In the sense that let's let's go a little bit. I I would have thought Derry are going to have to make this a horrible horrible game and try to hold on to the ball and smother carry out of it because I don't see any other way. But maybe I'm wrong. Possibly. Before we let you go, Conathan, hopefully the line holds up there. But um, uh, the Monaghan Armagh game. I, I know you were covering that one as well. Just pure and utter drama. Seventeen penalties scored out of twenty. Uh, Armagh possibly played into Monaghan's hands with the way they said, said about it but I guess those two clutch moments from Reno O'Neill and Conor McManus were, were the talking points really just pure and utter cool calm and collective from the, from the pair of them Yeah look the, the game itself um, it, it, it probably was a better game when you were there mm. uh, it didn't probably look great on TV <laughs> but there was excitement it was a really tough tactical battle you know the matchups all those things that people who like modern football got out of that game but in contrast, you know, Gary Moen, um, like there were so many big performances. McCarthy again, 
is an all-star form. Like that move after the half-time and the Troll Monaghan match to bring McCarthy to the wing half-back has been inspired. And like I think Monaghan deserves serious credit. It's been a tough year. But like they're there now. They've beaten Dublin before in really important games. And while everybody will be talking up a Kerry-Dublin final... You know, I think Monaghan and Derry both have real big says in it, but you know, credit to Monaghan. I think with Vinny Curry and, and his brother Martin have done there have been incredible. Yeah, you've whetted my appetite. That's why I love getting you on, Connell. You'll, you'll always give me a little sliver of hope. That's that's all what I want, a sliver of hope is all we need. Monaghan Derry final to look forward to. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll touch base before then, no doubt. Uh, Connell, great stuff as always. Thanks for hopping on. Brilliant. Thanks. Thanks. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball.